0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss.
1: So, aha number four says, Good thought leaders are at the top of the mountain. Great thought leaders are at the bottom of the mountain helping people climb up. Mm. Wow. I, I know. Wow. What does that make you so so Taya, what is what does that do? That that makes you think, okay what programs have I done recently? Who have I helped recently? How do I help my people? Am I giving them enough to help them move forward? That single seven seconds makes you think. So imagine having a book with 140 of those seven second things and people could read the book from beginning to end.
2: That was Mitchell Levy. And today's episode is a little different. Now, Mitchell does a very unique thing where he coaches people on how to write books and he helps them package that into an attractive offer that allows for marketing and distribution. So with our episode, he and I decided to work on my book idea. Many of you know that I've been working on on a, a book for the last year or so, and hoping to put it out sometime next year. And we were just workshopping that to see what that process would be like. So if you've ever thought about writing the book, if you've ever wondered if it actually will help your brand, this is an episode for you. He goes through his aha steps, and he also tells you the benefit of having a book and how you can get that done quickly. And at the end, he offers the services. If that's for you, we'll definitely put those link in the show notes. Hope you enjoy the episode and the interesting vulnerable position I was in with this particular discussion. Enjoy. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of As Told by Nomads. And today's episode is with Mitchell Levy. He is the AHA guy at AHA that, and is a people publisher who works with various platforms and partners to help them get to their AHA message. A lot of AHA here today. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, are,
1: we are AHA all the time.
2: <laughs> AHA that is the platform that he and his team built to allow people to quickly share content. He's got over 41,000 AHA messages available right now for free, and uh, he allows them to author the books quickly, over 300 have written the books in eight hours or less, as an accomplished entrepreneur, he's created over 20, you know, 20 businesses in Silicon Valley, including four publishing companies. And today we're going to do something very interesting. It's going to be mean and in a very uh, vulnerable way. He's going to work with me throughout the interview, basically to get me to rethink the way I think about books. Cause I am working um, on one right now. And um, I hope you enjoy it. Uh, and um, hope you're less. Uh, I'm not scared, but I hope you're more open than I am right now. But anyways, welcome to the show, Mitchell.
1: <laughs> it's great to be here. And I, you know, that, that was such a mouthful to read. I think I summarize my, I think I summarize my bio so much better now. So I do the seven second pitch seven second. and then people say, tell me more. The seven second pitch, I'm Mitchell Levy, the aha guy from aha that. And I empower experts and thought leaders to share their genius. Mm. Right, and then you stop there, and you go, "Oh, that's interesting. Tell me more." And then you have, because that's we don't we only have seven seconds. So then you have that next thirty seconds to tell them a little more. And if they like what you hear, they're like, "Okay." And and in this particular case, you and I were talking. I said, "You know, I have an idea." The idea only took five or ten seconds to reach out. Now you're sitting here going, "Well, what do we do next?" So so let me tell you what I do. Oh man. <laughs> and 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 so I'm going to give you a little bit of. Uh, because there's a little bit of um, feeling uncomfortableness that I'm feeling and 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 seeing. By the way, we, we have video turned on, guys, just so we could see each other as well. And so let me let me talk about two minutes about what we do generically. It'll call, it'll let you calm down a little bit, <laughs> and then we'll talk about you. Okay. So essentially. What I've done is redefine the concept of a book and think about a book in a different way. Books are still the best tool you could possibly have to show that you're an expert, to show that you have credibility, to show that you can solve the problem that your prospects are dealing with. So so here's an interesting thing. What defines a book? Well, books have – and I'm going to knock on a book I have. Books, books sometimes are hardcover. There are sometimes ebooks. There's sometimes paperback and so on. And at the end of the day, you know, we just don't have a lot of time for reading. Mm. So for me, when I think about what a book is today, it is a piece of information that just shows that the author, in, now these are business books, right? That shows that the author is ex- expert at what they do. So we said a couple of things so far. I've said seven second sound bites. I said aha moments. So for me, I've redefined a book to be comprised of 140 aha moments, 140 quotes, 147 second sound bites. As a matter of fact, one way to think about a book, it is 140 quotes and seven blog posts. Hmm. Okay, pretty 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 easy to see. Yeah, so let me. Uh, yeah. So let me. I'm gonna, <laughs> Tayo. I'm gonna show you a couple books, and while I'm showing you, I'll tell you what. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what what's behind the scenes, and so for those who are listening, you could hear behind the scenes. So I did a TED talk. The TED talk is on being seen and being heard as a thought leader, and it's a it's for those that want to see it. I'll give you the URL. We made a short URL for it. It's aha.pub, aha.pub slash TED talk, and we'll put that. In, I'll put or, that in the show
2: notes as well. Oh,
1: so, yeah. beautiful! Or just go to YouTube and type either Mitchell Levy TED talk or. Uh, being seen and being heard as a thought leader and it'll pop up. Had so much fun creating it. It happened so fast. It was so quick that all of a sudden the show was, the, the TED talk was over and I was happy. Here's what I wanted just, just for those thinking about. I want, I was honored to be asked. I wanted to enjoy the practice. I wanted to enjoy the giving and then I wanted to enjoy the afterwards. And so all of that's happened so far and I'm just, I'm so ecstatic. And and the biggest thing was to practice so that during the day of, I could just be giving the, the talk from my heart, not from my head. And it right. was beautiful. And so the talk was over. There was at least six weeks before it came out. And I said, well, how am I going to market my talk? And I'm like, well, I'm a publisher. Just so you know, we've published over 800 books. So I'm a publisher. So uh, I should write a book. <laughs> and then I thought, oh, OK, well, if if. I was going to, if I was an author coming to me, I'd say write a book. And so what I did was I realized that as a thought leader, 80% of the content people share should be somebody else's. Mm -hmm. So what I ended up doing is I ended up interviewing four other experts. So I had three heart-centered experts, and then I also had the guy who runs thought leadership for Cisco, and I interviewed them for a half hour each. Because here's the interesting part. Our go-to-market strategy is we do a two-hour interview, and then we ghostwrite the book. Okay, so let's uh, l- let's go back. So I I ended up doing this book. So if you go to if you go to Amazon today and type in being seen, being heard as a thought leader, you'll see the book. It's a gorgeous cover, and and the intent of the cover. It's the first time you've got me not in corporate garb, but I've got you know it's it's a nice orange background sunset. You got me in a hat, and it, it says what it says. If I look at the cover, is you could be a thought leader, or you could be an expert anywhere in the world. You just need to have people who see you and know who you are. And what's interesting is I interviewed these four people. So when I'm on the radio, and I'm typically on the radio four or five times a week, what I'll do is I'll reference the TED Talk. I'll then reference the book associated with the TED Talk. And then I'll say, hey, you know, I've got these four other thought leaders, and it's okay to quote other people. So let me quote Bob Bob Clancy. So Bob has 500,000, half million followers on Facebook. And I'm going to quote aha number four. And what I, and this will give you a feeling what an aha message is. So aha number four says, good thought leaders are at the top of the mountain. Great thought leaders are at the bottom of the mountain, helping people climb up.
2: Hmm. Wow.
1: I, I know. Wow. What does that make you so? So, tile. What is what does that do that that makes you think? Okay. What programs have I done recently? Who have I helped recently? How do I help my people? Am I giving them enough to help them move forward? That single seven seconds makes you think. Yes, so yes. imagine having a book with 140 of those seven-second things, and people could read the book from beginning to end, and, and I apologize for those on the radio. I'm just going to show you. On the inside, it's got one or two aha messages per page. The other thing that we do, which is powerful, is we also print in color. So and and of course I, I happen to turn to a black and white picture. So let me uh, let me <laughs> let me turn to a let me turn to a color picture. So we also print in color. So when somebody gets this book, the what they're actually seeing is they're seeing something that's color on the inside, beautifully architected, and all they have to do is read one or two aha messages, and they go, oh, I got it. So here's um, showing another book. It's Scott Schilling on How to Live a Life of Significance. Beautiful cover. Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm going to show you one more, and then we're going to talk about you for a second. So you're feeling better, more comfortable? (laughs) (laughs) So um, this particular book was written. I'm showing a book by the name – the author is Joseph Ramseff. And what was fascinating about Joseph, and he and I were talking four weeks and two days before an event. He ran an event a couple weeks ago called the Global Influence Summit. Mm -hmm. And at the summit, he was doing two keynotes on how to start a movement. So we started our conversation four weeks and two days before the event. He goes, Mitchell, I wish you and I were talking months ahead of time because I'd love to give a copy of my book, which didn't exist, obviously, to everyone in the room. I said, Joseph, we can pull this off. Now, by the way, I'd rather do it. I'd rather have eight weeks versus four. But we started talking, we started executing, and when his event happened, there were 150 copies of his book in the room, and, and man, his stuff is absolutely beautiful, because he already had some of the images in place, so he did his images more like every, so what we do is every, the book is broken into sections, that's why I said seven blog posts, and think about every section has a section image and also a blog post. Now, the blog post could be as simple as a paragraph. Or it could be 1,000 or 2,000 words. Mm. So we actually had 150 copies of the book in the room and released the book on the day of the event. And then here's something that else that was unique. Somebody else was on the stage talking about how to do an Amazon bestseller campaign. So And she decided to use this book. So that morning, it became an international bestseller because it hit number one status in both U.S. and Canada – and the interesting part is nothing happened when we looked at the U.K. and Italy and India. Nothing was there. And it turns out there was somebody in the room from the U.K. Her name was Pat Duckworth. Oh, so, I know. yeah. You know, Pat, so, so Teresa, Teresa de Gobra, I know I can never say her last name properly, but Teresa was on the stage and said, Pat, guess what? <laughs> You're in the U.K. Can you actually – get your audience to start focusing on this book. Can we, can we make it happen? And next time we checked, it became an international bestseller in the UK as well. Wow. So, so, here's the interesting part. Four weeks and two days, we conceptualized the idea, debuted it at a conference and it became an international bestseller in four countries. (laughs) That to me makes life different. Hmm. Okay. So now, so now that we did that, we're, we're getting closer to talking about you. so, so the, typically what happens, let me do one more thing generically and then we'll focus directly on you. Here's the generic thing. A lot of times people think about what should you call your book? What's the title? Now, if you're thinking about a book that a traditional publisher will put on the marketplace, you want to do something that's really small, like one word, two words, three words, like excellence or getting to yes, or you fill in the blank. Yeah. Now- Now, what I'm going to say is uh, that's no longer relevant to me, right, because you're not creating a book because you want to sell a lot of copies. In your mind, in in everyone's mind, they have a dream that their content is so amazingly powerful that they publish it and everyone will buy. Mm -hmm. Okay. Let's just say that that dream is even harder to achieve today than the dream of winning the lottery. Okay. Okay. Because what happens is everyone who wants to can write a book. Yeah. So what I'm going to say is let's change what, how we think about a book. Think about the book as the most amazing business card you can have. Think about the book as the opportunity that when a prospect of yours sees the book, they go, oh, I want to talk to Tayo. So tell me – so now I'm going to ask you the question – Tell me who your who do you go after? Who are your prospects? And and then you could follow that with what are their pain points? What are they trying to solve?
2: Right. So uh, primarily when I'm reaching out, when I'm not in the, wearing my corporate hat because I, I do I run a diversity and inclusion firm. My main audience is uh, you know age 25 and younger, millennials and younger. Right. I want my whole goal in life is to build the next set of global leaders, and I and their main point is figuring out what it is that they're good at, and how they can contribute to the world in a positive way. Um, so that, mm. well, that's what I try to do, try to help them understand that they have a uniqueness. I always say use a difference to make a difference. That's very, very important, and it can be attached to one of the many problems we have in the world. It's just a matter of them stepping into that. So, um, yeah, that's that's the big goal, uh, getting millennials and Gen Zers to understand their potential impact in the world. <laughs>
1: So, so let me tell you what I suggest your book title might be. Oh my gosh, you're you're ready
2: to go with the book title?
1: (laughs) Well, I'm just giving you an idea. Obviously, we change it along the time because here's – so let me give you your book title. Instead of the big, big single word that has impact, couldn't your book title be, are you 25 or under and want to figure out how to impact the world?
2: Down. I'm writing, I'm writing notes out. down I'm writing notes
1: down <laughs> well i I wrote it down, so I'll come back if, if for those that heard me clicking i I wrote it down too so here's the thing to think about if and let's just talk about your target audience if you happen to be twenty five or under and and I've got a, a son who's nineteen, so I know exactly what you're talking about, and you reach the point where you're trying to figure out the you've you're you're trying to turn the melancholy into something else. Who am I? How do I solve the world? Here's what I do, but how do I make an impact? How do I be the people other people are looking at and looking up to? And I got a problem and and so what do you do? You you may talk to a couple of your friends. Yeah. You say who do I talk to about this? And if they happen to know you and heard your show, yeah. they'll recommend you. Right. Now if they don't know you and they don't know your show, what are they going to do? They're going to go to their friend Google. And they're going to say Hey, I'm under I'm a millennial, I'm under 25 and how do I how do I make an impact in life?
2: You know, I mean I actually wanted to say 35, but I got swept at the moment because that's the 1980 is around that time. So,
1: um. all right, well, what so the so 35 sounds yeah. better. Um actually 35 is great because it's it's close to the time where they're having that midlife crisis. And so I work with a lot of people who are doing the 45 and above. And they're like – because they, they already hit the crisis and they want to get out of it,
2: <laughs> right? Ah, gotcha. See, and, yeah, I guess the number could be defined, but th- this is interesting. All right, so I, I didn't mean to interrupt your train of thought. So you were talking about –
1: Oh, no. Yeah. So by the way, there is no such thing as an interruption of a train of thought, right? It's just oh. simply it, – it, it's simply when, when you have an aha moment, when you get excited about stuff, you kind of want to spurt it out. And this is a, this is a standard session. The, the difference between this session and, and, and let me tell you what I – my go-to-market strategy, and we'll come back specifically to this book. The go-to-market strategy for the person who wants a book who just can't find the time to write it – by the way, anyone who wants to, and you've mentioned it, over 300 authors have written their books in eight hours or less. Right. We have a three-step writing process. The URL for that is com slash author. Notice how I slip in the cues the every now and yeah. then. So aha that dot com slash author. That's how you write a book in three ou- in eight hours or less. That said, the go-to-market strategy is I'll I'll get you on the phone for two hours. We will have this conversation. The primary difference is we're focused a hundred percent on you. I'm not also trying to tell you about my product because all I care about is who's your target market, who you're going after, how do you reach them? When you reach them, what objections do they have? And, and essentially, essentially, what we're going to come up with is what is the pain point that your market is having. Is, is so. So think about. And you have many of us have multiple avatars. We have multiple customer bases we go after. That's not a problem. What I'm going to say to you is, in the past, I'm going to hold up a book that 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 those that are interested in looking at. Uh, it's another book we published in our traditional company it's it's got over 300 pages it's over 100,000 words and and the book we wrote this book is how reliable is your product it took the authors and i'm just going to show pages and see how dense the content is wow <laughs> and uh it took the authors 3 years to write the first edition it it took 9 months to do the second edition now that's a that's a traditional book that's heavy duty and the thing is and that book, and what I'll say is that type of book boils the ocean. So you could take a book and say, I want to boil the ocean. I want to solve this problem. What are all the different things people could do to become significant in life or to, to be able to realize who they are and how they have an impact in the world? And there's so many different places and directions to go. What I'm going to say is pick one, <laughs> hmm. pick one and have a target market very similar to how you would do facebook advertising or google ads define narrow your market narrow enough so that if somebody reads that title they go oh that's for me so we mentioned before one of the things we mentioned is we we mentioned age so you could have one book that's for 25 or under we have another book between 25 and 35 we have another book that's over 35 uh, we can have a book that goes after African-Americans. We have a book that goes after Asians. We have a book that goes after Indians. We have a book that, right, you could now go after uh, women who have just deposited their kids in college <laughs> who are now looking for what next in life, right? And and the point is, each one of those are separate books, and the content within each book is similar, it may even be 60 to 80% similar, but it's targeted at your target audience mm. because when you're doing a campaign, when you stand in front of a room and you, you say, and, and you have 10 seconds to introduce yourself, hi, I'm Tyo, I have a book on, and then you mention the book. Did I get your name right this time? Tyo, yeah, you got it. <laughs> right, I, I think I got it ingrained. So, and you mentioned the title of your book that just happens to address the pain point of two or three people in the room. That's all you need to say. You're the author of a book and you happen to write a book that's titled On My Pain Point. I'm going to talk to you.
2: Wow. Wow. So, having that, are you 35 and under? And one, and I guess the title, are you 35 and under and figured out how to change the world or how you can change the world? Basically, something wrong with yeah, that.
1: I, I, I'm sure we could wordsmith that. Yeah, and,
2: yeah. I, I just wrote it down. But okay, yeah. so title.
1: Well, you know how you could wordsmith that is. You now go to any of the programs okay. where you could you could check to see how many times certain phrases are actually being searched on in Google, okay. and string together the set of phrases that work for you. All right, all right. It's like creating a web page, right? Basically, you you want to yeah. put the keyword optimized content in there. All right. And then what happens is we have the Aha that platform, which is basically comprised of. Uh, at the moment, we're now up to 44,000 AHA messages. So for those that are interested, go to ahathat.com. There are 44,000 AHA messages that you can actually share easily and share for free. So free to sign up, free to use, free to share. And and basically, you're going in and saying, oh, I like that message, like the one I read to you before. Or or my favorite AHA from my, my 58th book is we live in a seven-second soundbite economy. Make it count. Hmm right okay. so so if you want to share that right you can now click on a button and easily share it on twitter facebook linkedin google plus so that's where aha that is so you have a social media component to what you do where it gets interesting is when you are brought into companies or if you think about your your uh, inclusion firm you can now start thinking about how how companies can focus on inclusion in different ways different ways yeah and you could focus on different demographics if it's appropriate. And then here's where it gets really interesting. Maybe you do that first book and you do it yourself because you want to get it done. And then all of a sudden you get called up by a big company that's interested in, in having something. Well, you could do another version of the book and just have the CEO include a forward. Or the CEO could be a co-author. Or Because now if you think about all the targets you're going after – And you've already written the book. (laughs) Now you have the opportunity to say, oh, think about what we could do. And now you pick some national holiday or national month associated with what you're doing. And you've got press releases. You've got ideas and approaches. And now here's the coolest part, right? And, well, there are many parts which are cool. So (laughs) here's the part that's interesting is typically you're making your money not on book sales, now, we can uh, – what we do is the author owns 100% of the copyright. The author gets 51% of profit. That said, where you're really making your money is speaking and consulting.
2: Yeah, that's, that's what I do most. I, well, I speak about 50 times a year and I consult a lot of times so, with the company.
1: so Beautiful. Yeah. So, so what happens is you may decide that – and this is another, another push – that you want to do cause marketing. So you can take your 51% profit and donate that to a charity. And then we could put that stamp on the cover of your book. And now when you go to the company and say, Oh, I'm supporting this charity. Why don't you buy a copy for everyone in the room or everyone at the company? And what's going to ultimately happen is I'll include you in the press release when we talk about how much money we've donated to the charity.
2: This is is so fascinating to me. Okay. So, um, so the question you asked me, ask me what what I want to do, what my book is. You know, I've, I'm someone that has lived in all these countries, initially had an identity crisis, turned that identity crisis into trying to figure out how to solve problems by being a bridge, right? So the, the other book that I, you know, that I have, I'm sure later on is going to be solely focused on how to effectively connect across cultures. I wanted to do this as an introduction initially so, so that I could talk about my path towards that and empower others who feel like hey, I'm just this. I'm this guy. I'm that lady. I don't know how to start. So I wanted to give them a start first and then go into the next level. So if you have that first idea and you've got the title down, what's the next thing that you normally would work on? I'm uh, offering myself to you. <laughs> what's, another, what's the other question you would ask?
1: Well, the thing that's fascinating to think about, um, it, we've we've made this process just super simple. So let me talk about the Three step writing process. Okay. And, and so it's, nope. and, and this is, I mentioned the URL before, it's ahavat.com slash author. So step one is a Word document. It's got four questions. And, you know, who are you, uh, your name, your bio. Typically, what is the title of your book in a one paragraph summary? So you'd want to write a one paragraph summary of what the book is. And paragraph or question one's the most important. What it actually, how it actually reads is who is the reader and what are their expectations of the book? But what it's really saying is, once again, who is your prospect and what is their pain point? So, Tayo, if if you actually are telling me who your real prospect is and what are their pain points, right, then what happens is think about the answers to those four and then we have another question of how do you market and what do you do and all that stuff. Um, What happens is think of that as the blueprint for your book because that will help you understand who you're writing to because like many of us in today's world we're multifaceted we're ADD we have all these ideas of what to do and every now and then you oh let's do it. let's do this and and when you think about what this is you you go back to what you wrote and said oh it doesn't fit let's let's put that in a parking lot let's make that the next book what let me so that's step 1 And so that would be the right next thing for you to do is is go to the Word document and just fill that out. By the way, whether or not you publish with us or publish anywhere else or whatever you do in life, having a blueprint for what you're going to do is absolutely worth it. These are, I've evaluated 5,000 of those those questions. Uh, This is the, I can tell a, a whole lot about a person in terms of how much time and energy they put into that, it's about one to two hours for you to actually sit down and give it the right amount of attention. But it's, if you don't know, <laughs> you've heard this this message before, if you don't know where you're going, how, how the heck are you going to get there? Yeah. So <laughs> this is your blueprint. Now, as an aside, one of the things that we do, we're a full-blown publisher, whether it's just an aha book or a PDF or a Kindle or a paperback or hardcover, we, we do we do. You know, uh, copy uh, copy edit, content edit, content layout, cover design, uh, distribution, all of that. Now, when I give your book to the copy editor, that's easy. We follow Chicago style. There are rules. There are spelling mistakes. There's grammar mistakes. What I also do, though, is we give the book to a content editor. So content, how you do content editing, it has to do with content. context and the context of the book is what you wrote in the answers to the word document because you could whatever's written on a piece of paper may be great but if i don't know the context in which you want me to read that information i can't tell so what happens is we ask our content editor to make sure they read the book and see that you address what you said you're going to address as part of the first question makes sense
2: makes a lot of sense. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm being pensive right now because I'm thinking about – I'm ready writing the stuff in my, in my head. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs>
1: um, and, yeah. No, no. that's beautiful. Let me, let me tell you about steps two and three and then we'll, we'll go back to you and we can actually do a couple of those steps if you want. So step two and once again, ahathat.com slash author is a single PDF, single page PDF and I've curated over 75,000 AHA messages so it's best practices. All right. One of the things that it says, as you would imagine, no plagiarism. That doesn't mean you can't quote other people. You just, when you quote other people, you need to give attribution. Oh, I didn't say that. This is powerful. One thing that the AHA that platform does and what all of our books do is think about the AHA message that I share. Think about every day, by the way, in a one hour conversation, we will actually have said, Eighty somewhere between sixty to eighty aha messages if we on this type of interview, wow. if you take two hours of your show so so let's say four half hour shows, you have a book, so you can go back and pick four people that's the type of conversation you do, that interaction you have if you're listening to people, they speak good speakers, speak in aha moments because that's how we learn that's how we digest that's what we do so so one is no plagiarism, you can quote other people. But every aha message gives attribution to the author. So if you're quoting somebody else, you're going to either include their name. So if it's like Thomas Jefferson, you would do dash Thomas Jefferson. Or if it's somebody that you already know and they already have a Twitter handle or they have a LinkedIn profile, you actually include their Twitter handle or a link to their LinkedIn profile. And then you do via your name. So your Twitter handle, your link. So when that particular aha message, that one cool thing you shared, whether it's yours or somebody else's is actually shared by a third party, everyone gets attribution. That's, that's the important part. So it's good to share other people, people's content. It means that you're well-versed and you're well-read and you're well-educated and that you also have the type of integrity and authenticity and vulnerability that it's okay to share other people's content. And if it turns out that you share somebody else's content and your prospect goes and works with your competitor, mm-hmm. it wasn't meant to be. Trust me, it wasn't meant to be. You're so much better off. You know, every now and then we all have a client we want to get rid of. It'd be better if they never got to you in the first place. So (laughs) so the that one page PDF is how to write a good aha message. And one of the other things it says is every particular aha message needs to be standalone. Right? So if you're seeing it out of context, so I know you have a book, and typically what happens is when you look inside a book, it's it's inside the The walls of a book, so you don't have to put things in context. If you're looking at an atomic form of thought leadership, an aha message, it has to be standalone. And so one of the things I thought I mentioned, so that's step two, and I'll tell you about step three in a second, but one of the things I thought I mentioned is sometimes we can't get our information down in a two dimensional form paper right? We just can't, whether it's paper or online, it, it, it just, it, it's not how we think today. We, we want audio, we want video, we, we want multiple ways in order to, for people to process information, right? And so in some cases, it's kinesthetic in how we feel about things. Right. And so every aha message can include however many or whatever URLs you want, So one of the things I'd say is you have stories that need to be told or you have stories that have already been told or include a link to past episodes of the show or include a link, sit down in front of a camera for for two minutes and tell that story and include a link to it in your aha message. So this way you're using your two-dimensional book that gives you the credibility to also reinforce the sharing of other forms of content which other people may relate to better.
2: Oh, no, this is good. No, I, I've definitely, so I, I, you know, I mentioned earlier that I read a lot and sometimes when I'm reading, I read in many formats. I listen to audiobooks, many, and I read a lot of physical and Kindle, but on the Kindles or the audiobooks, you hear them say, go to this website, download this for a full conversation or click the link in the Kindle to see what I said here. So yeah, definitely has that kinesthetic feel, for sure.
1: Got it. And then the third part of our three-step process is an Excel document. And that's where you put your aha messages. And so it just keeps track of character count. Uh, We still are encouraging people to write in 140 characters or less. So it's 140 uh, aha messages, which are 140 characters or less. And and primarily that came about because of Twitter having the 140 character limit. Because it's now 280, we do let people go over 140. But I still would like to encourage you to more succinctly (laughs) communicate your message. Because the, the the quicker and shorter you can communicate a powerful message, the much better chance that it will be remembered and retained by your audience.
2: Nice. Okay. So we've got the single page PDF, the Excel document, and then the who are you section. Um, gotcha. All
1: right. Yeah, so that's really, so you asked me what's next. It's what comes first is really the who is your audience and who you're targeting and what you're going after, right? And, and once you got that, then the process of writing is uh, – you, you yourself, if, if you decide to write – and it's less expensive if you write yourself, by the way. Um, if you write yourself, it's eight hours or less, right? If we write <laughs> for you, bless you again. We write for I'm you. i a lot today. <laughs> uh, that's all right. Uh, it's just either a good thing or a bad thing based on what I'm saying. No, so, no. This I'm is causing all good. Demons, You know what um, I'm doing? I'm causing demons to leave your body I, yes. because that's what it is because you're sitting here thinking – you're trying to say to yourself, but but I want a book. I want a book. And, and, and you're looking at that 100,000-word, you know, two-inch thick spine book that I showed you, and you go, I want a book. I want a book. And then, you, and then you're looking at some of my other books, which are, I like 120 pages because it makes for a nice spine. And you go, oh, think about how quick to market I can make it. Think about how many audiences I could serve. Think about how I could help not just my clients – but I can help the companies help their people so much better by creating this content and getting out there. And so you're, what's your sneezes are the demons of the <laughs> yeah. I need the old world to it's stay It's funny that you say
2: that though, because I, I honestly feel like I, – like I said, this morning I was doing a lot of – I was just organizing my book, um, my idea, because I'm definitely going to do it this year. Uh, I've changed from trying. <laughs> um, and Beautiful. I can easily see a 300-page book, right? So for me, it's more about the cutting it down. I, I'm uh, – Weirdly, not intimidated by the amount of words I could write because I, I I write a lot. Um, now it's a matter of cutting it down. Uh, but yeah, I'm actually not. Yeah, I could definitely see a 312 page book. So. Yeah.
1: So so what I like to have you think about and that's that's that was you sneezing going. Uh, am I really going to throw that idea out the door? And so here's what I often say to people: If you have in your mind the idea to do the Great American Novel, that 417 page book that took years to write. At some point in time, you can do that. And let's call that your first book. It just so happens that you're going to do your second book, all the <laughs> aha books you do. You're going to do that first. So you still have in your mind the book you need to write, and you will at some point in time. Mm-hmm. It's just simply what happens when I hand somebody one of my books? Nobody says no. Mm. One of the benefits – so so now the next step is what well, you have to get in your head is that 90% of the success of your book happens after the writing is done. So why not spend eight hours versus 120 or more, mm. right? So the thing is, and oh, same thing on publishing. We, we help the author who, if you self-publish, we, what we do is we save you 200 hours of time with all the platforms and things that we do. And so think about adding those two things together. 120 hours for writing is about a 120 page book. 200 hours verse for publishing that's 320 hours. Mm-hmm. If you write yourself, it'll be eight hours to write plus a couple more hours of, of let's, let's say, five hours or three to five hours of you just reviewing content. If we do the interview, it's, it's two hours of the interview plus another three hours of review, 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 reviewing content, so five hours. So, so now, 320 hours to write your book and self-publish it versus five. So imagine who you would be If you were able to take 315 hours and your book and market yourself, think about how much better you would be. And so that's the the mind shift change I want you to think about. It is no longer about you. Since books, they're they're both a commodity item because they're so easy to do and so many people do it. But they still have that value, that cachet. So since that's the case, why should you spend anything more than five to ten hours on your book when you could produce something of quality that the primary goal of that asset is to get somebody on the other side to go, this is the expert, or this is information I need to use, or this is information I need to deploy, and you've done it in a way in which people want to consume data today, that's seven-second soundbite. All right.
2: Okay. No, no. I'm I'm, I'm with you. I'm Completely you know, letting go of this process. So um, <laughs> the uh, three step the the first question he asked me, um yeah, I guess uh what's the next step?
1: So the so that's really it. The for those that are interested, um you're interested, you and I can talk privately, obviously, but uh go to that URL I mentioned and if you decide, so the aha that dot com slash author. And you can, our prices are listed there. We typically, um, I'll give you the low end and high end, okay? Our low end price, if you just do an AHA book, just uh, basically it's 140 bite-sized quotes and you write it yourself, it's $450. If you decide to turn that AHA book, the next step up, that's our bronze package. You turn it into a silver package, that's when we turn it into a PDF and a Kindle. And I like, as I mentioned, I like my PDFs to be about 120 pages long. It's about one or two aha messages per page, easy to consume. Mm-hmm. Uh, that if you write yourself is, is less. And then the, we can then turn that into paperback and hardcover. So if you write yourself, it's $3,550 for us to then completely publish your book everywhere, send you 50 paperback and 10 hardcover and all the, we do a Kindle campaign. You know, you have a Kindle, you have a PDF and so on. Gotcha. On the high end is $6,497. $6, I'd like to say 6,500, but 6,497. <laughs> and so here's what, let me tell you on the high end what happens. If you had somebody ghostwrite your book, this is where we do the ghostwriting. You had somebody ghostwrite your book, more traditional book, it's twenty to $50,000. If you give somebody the ability, if you look at all the publishing companies out there, and you say, hey, please publish, publish my book, five to 15000 If you have somebody do an Amazon bestseller campaign, three to 5000 So for $6,500, minus three, um, <laughs> six um $6,497, we do a two-hour interview. We write the book. We create an aha book. We do a PDF. We do a Kindle. We will use your Kindle. And we've just recently added an Amazon bestseller campaign. So you'll become an Amazon bestseller. And we deliver 100 paperback and 25 hardcover. Okay. And then we act as as publisher. You own the copyright. You get 51% of profit. We do uh, quarterly P&Ls. And so we'll send you how your book is doing and, and send you the check. Or if you're giving it to a charity, we'll send the check directly to the charity. And the cool part is for 6,500, this done-for-you service is done. <laughs> right? It's – it what – What's interesting? Do I have time for one more story?
2: Yeah, I, this is this is your show today. <laughs>
1: no, well, I don't know. It's just a timing thing. So, so how I came to that, and this is relatively new for me. This is really a this year adventure to do the done for you service. And how I came to that is in the end of 2016, we ran a Kickstarter, and that Kickstarter hit 250 percent of goal, and it was. Beautiful to do. And out of that, by the way, just for those, it's hard work. Just mm-hmm. Kickstarters, if you've ever done one or yeah, thinking about I have, one.
2: I have, a, I, have a friend, I have a few friends who've done it. Some have been
1: successful, some haven't. It's hard work. Well, if I was going to do it, it was going to be successful, but <laughs> essentially two like two months of my life, and you know, you have to ask if it's worth it. But now at least I have the social credibility to say, hey, I did a Kickstarter, hit 250% of goal. Out of that, 20 people paid to actually write their AHA book, and we would publish it for them once it's written, right? And, and they purchased either the bronze, silver, or gold packages. And so can you guess at the end of 2017, remember, eight hours to write a book, could you guess at the end of 2017 how many of the 20 actually wrote their book? Uh, ten. You know, I would be happy <laughs> if it was ten. Honestly, I thought it was going to be 20. I thought as a publisher, once I created a, a platform and an approach and a three-step process where people could write their books in eight hours or less, that everyone who signed up would do it and it would right. just happen. And, and, you know what, Tayo? Life gets in the way. <laughs> right? <laughs> What's my message? What do I focus on? How do I do it? I, and, and so what actually happened? Three people wrote their books
2: only three wow
1: only three so let me tell you what that means so here's here's my my statement that captures the the imagination in not a good way out of a 12 month period 17 people who actually paid to spend eight hours of their time to do something that would be beneficial for them couldn't find the eight hours to make that happen And you're like, and you now these are good people, right? I I, I knew a lot of them because, you know, Kindles are, <laughs> you know, those those Kickstarter programs are people that, you know, a lot of times are people you know or you certainly get to know. So I knew these people that were smart and capable and and all of them could have used the book. Otherwise, we wouldn't have said yes in the first place. Uh, that's by integrity. Um, I feel bad. I still feel bad that 70 people paid for us to do something and they haven't come back to us. And so then I realized that I've been targeting the wrong audience. My audience shouldn't be the do-it-yourself audience. That's not where we can tailor to and cater to and do a good job on the do-it-yourself. Yeah. And because you're a writer and you do all this stuff, I'm happy to work with you personally just to make sure that you can do this yourself and make it happen. But my audience is the busy exec who has no time. And mm-hmm. so that's why the done-for-you service What's fascinating is I, I – we uh, publishing 800 books, we know Amazon. <laughs> um, having worked with all those thought leaders and many others, I know how to help you target your market and target who you're going after. Yeah. So what this show has done for you and for those listening is here's what you got to think about. Who is your prospect and what is their pain point? And think about their pain point in a way. So it's, it's your customer avatar and the issue they have and write down three or four bullet points and either combine them together or out of those bullet points, you're like, well, what if I wrote a book and this was the title of the book? And if you if, if you want to test drive the issue, then go on social media and say, I'm thinking about writing a book and write the title of the book. What do you think? That by itself may actually pick up a client for you.
2: That is, I didn't think about it that way. Yeah.
1: So I'm just talking about everything we talk about here, everything I do today, it's just super practical, right? It's simply, let's focus on giving you the tool that will help you be recognized as the expert you have and that you can address the issue that your prospects are having. And they're not going to see your book and hire you immediately. They're going to need to talk to you. So what you're encouraging happen is you're encouraging that strategy session, where they figure out who you are, what you do, and then you figure out how to close business.
2: Yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, I'm taking a lot of notes. <laughs> so, um, no, but this is this is this is this is this is very interesting. It's always the simple, practical advice. But a lot of us, we might know this somewhere here, but we haven't really applied it in our heart. So it's a uh, it's a matter of reminding ourselves of that. So I, I love I love that, and this has been a great process for me in terms of uh, just organizing my thoughts because I, I started that, that process today and. Um, you know, I can see where I need to work on. So this is this So is, so
1: you're ending the day in a different place than you started it. That that's a good day.
2: It is. It is. I think at the beginning I was trying, like you said, I was like, oh, I got to figure this out. And I, you know, but by now I think I have a, a better ending point than I initially thought because I thought it would take me about two more weeks to get to where I probably got today after the call. So, yeah.
1: Oh, this beautiful. Is,
2: yeah. So I appreciate that you did plug in all your links a lot of times, but just so that we didn't, just so,
1: just <laughs> no, so. No, no, I'm not going to plug any more links. I'm not going to plug any more links. So, so no, no, this no, no, is no, no, no.
2: This no. is that I want you to touch it out because you have a lot of aha, aha, aha. aha. So, where can people <laughs> find out everything they want to do? Like, if they want to write a book, where should they go? If they want to be a thought leader, where should they go? You know, I, this is this is all your show today. So I, it's basically uh, I
1: hear you. So I will. Uh, I'll give you two links and then a generic way to reach out. Okay, okay cool. Do that. So the, the two links, if if you're looking for content to share on social media, it's free to use, free to share. Go to aha that dot com, a h a t h a t dot com. Period. Um, if you want to learn how to uh, uh, write your book, it's aha that dot com slash author. Okay. The next thing I'll do, and and there are many things you could do to learn how to be a thought leader, and and maybe watch my TED talk. Pod.pub slash TED Talk is a good way. Uh, It it will reference if you. I have so many different sites. So instead of doing that, let me say something different. You could Google my name, Mitchell (laughs) Levy, M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L, last name L-E-V-Y. I'll typically come up in five of the top ten listings. And what the social media companies have done is spent hundreds of millions of dollars to make sure that your name comes up in their site. So feel free to connect to me on the platform that you like to play on whether it's LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, Google+, Snapchat, Instagram, connect to me there. And if you have questions, ask the questions and I'll direct you to the right place or we could we could work together. It's obviously I do my best to respond to people. There's not a lot of me, but that's my best vehicle because when you watch my TED Talk, what you're going to hear are one important thing. If somebody gives you a compliment and shares your content in one way or another, you should thank you should thank them. Yeah. Right? Because you know, it's you, you. If somebody opens the door for you as you're walking, you're going to thank them. Otherwise, they think you're rude. Well, listen, you love my stuff and you share my stuff. I'm going to thank you. So, talk to me on social media. I'll talk back and we'll figure out what makes sense and I'll direct you to the resources that are appropriate. Otherwise, there's a whole series of different places you can go and webinars and events and all these yeah, other you've
2: things. Done, yeah. even just doing research for this show before it got turned on me. <laughs> There's a lot of things you've done. You got to really check out stuff, and I'll make sure I put all that in the show notes. Um, and this is New York, so you're hearing a lot of background noise. But um, if uh, I can't let you go without asking the question I normally ask everyone, right? My question uh, is, you know, it's basically my mission statement: use your difference to make a difference. So I always like to ask all my guests this question: How can they, you know, how do they rather use their difference to make a difference? So how do you, sir, use your difference to make a difference?
1: Oh, I. I am lucky enough to be at a position I am in life where I'm doing what I was made to do. Mm. I am, I, my, that seven second, when I say I empower experts and thought leaders to share their genius, that's what I do. And, and I look at people in the eyes when I talk to them and I go, so who do you serve and how and why? And how come you don't say it anywhere? (laughs) Right, your website doesn't say, it. your LinkedIn profile doesn't say, it, right? So I have, you know, for those that need LinkedIn updates, I have somebody I could reference to. Somebody, somebody wants to do physical meetings. I have a group that can do done for you service. So I have all these service providers that I'm collecting that are people that you know, like and trust, and 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 will be people that are interested in. So I like to reference those. What I would say to you for anyone who is listening: How do you make a difference? Well, first, and, and you pointed to this, so I want to, when, when you started saying, uh, towards the end of the show, when you were wrapping up, one of the things that you did is you said, I know this information, and you pointed to your head. Or actually, what you said is, I know this information, and you pointed to your heart, and you go, but my head, and you pointed to your head, often takes over, and I do what the world tells me to do. Mm. So, so here's what I'd say is, listen to your heart. Figure out what really motivates you, what drives you in a way that gets you super excited. Now, because this thing called money – wait, the, mo- the money button. Okay. This thing called money is important for us to make so that we could survive and live. What you do needs to have some sort of financial component to it. Yeah. The thing is if you're serving an audience, that audience will – pay you, hopefully, it depends on your audience. If yeah. if the audience is absolutely poor, then you've got to find a sponsor who will pay you to help serve that audience, right? There are ways in which you can do what's in your heart and get paid for it. And with the life that we're living, you might as well enjoy it while you're living it. So find what's in there. And I have one tool that can help you when you figure out who who you are and what that passion is and what you're focused on I'm giving you the snap the button. It's the uh, – I'm going to press another button. Yeah, that was easy. Um, it's the easy button, right? I've given you the easy button. You can now have a book that talks about your passion and who you are and what you do. And don't spend years thinking about the book you're going to write. Spend the, If you're going to write it yourself, spend the weekend. Or if you just don't have time, let us write it for you. Uh, do the interview. Let us write for you. And, and now you have that asset that you can now go ahead and start experimenting with the different audiences that you, you want to work with and see if there actually is that opportunity for them to want to, to play with you and if you could make a life the one that you really want to live. Mm. And, and so that's the way I would say that is there are many things you can do to, to live that life. I have one of the components, happens to be one of the quintessential components. You could be the author of the book that's, that basically focuses on what you want to do in life And and that's what we've solved. And I love doing it because every day, when, you know, one or five or ten or however many people I talk to, or people who just reach out to me and say, Oh my God, Mitchell, this is amazing. Every day, somebody gets that aha moment and uses an asset that the world thinks is so hard to create and uses that asset for success. Man, that's just a. I, I I get so excited about seeing people reach their potential. Yeah, Same as you. Too. I just happen to have a tool for that.
2: Me too. No, I love that. And I think that's one of the reasons we uh were able to connect pre-call before this uh just because I, I think that's where the the passion is derived from seeing the light bulb just flicker and then just go into this full-on charge and just become, you know, engulf the whole bulb itself uh in someone's mind. I think that's that's always the magic me as well. So, um uh, well, I this is this is this has been an interesting episode, to say the least. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I, I think I'm um, interested in, in many good ways. I, I think people really got to get a sense of what it's like to work with you, but also they hopefully they got clarity on what their message is. And so that, that's always a, a way to kill uh, two birds with one stone. So we'll make sure we put all this in the show notes. We'll make sure we have um, multiple ways to access you. And uh, I just want to thank you for coming on the show. It's been a real pleasure.
1: Oh, Absolutely. My pleasure. Thanks for being you. This ah. was, uh, as I say, I do four or five of these a week, and, and uh, I've done probably 300, 400. You're in the top three people I've ever talked to. Whoa. On, on so, That's high praise, thank sir. You.
2: <laughs> Well,
1: It's yes. high praise.
2: Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, thank you. Uh, on that note, I will, leave, I will end the interview because you can't end it better than that. So, ladies and gentlemen, until next time, use your difference to make a difference.